Today on More to Life, a celebration of faith. Are you struggling to celebrate your faith as a family? Are your attempts to live your faith at home causing conflict? We're going to help you live your faith out loud. Give us a call at 877-573-7825. Have a great marriage and family and personal life. Well, the theology of the body reveals how you can actually achieve it. More to Life. The happiest couples know how to say I do to each other every moment of every day. Surprising. Relevant. Hopeful. Angela, let's not just settle for stopping your son's behavior. Exactly. Let's talk about the kind of young man you want to raise. Practical. Theology of the body-based answers for every part of your life. God's original blueprint didn't include depression and anxiety. Yeah, that's a human invention. God wants to set you free. Let's talk about making that happen. The life you were meant to live through the theology of the body. More to life. Good morning, everyone. You are listening to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. I'm Lisa Popchak. And today, the show is titled Celebration of Faith. And what we're talking about is living our faith at home. You know, Faith and family life, unfortunately, don't always go together as smoothly as we'd like. Have you noticed? Uh, you can't, we can't be the only ones, right? Uh, we're asking you to call up and share what are the challenges you're experiencing as you try to live your faith at home. I mean, it could be anything from you know, wanting to experience God more meaningfully in your household uh, to getting more out of family prayer or actually making family prayer happen at all. Um, maybe you feel like you don't have enough time to serve both your family and the ministries you'd like to do, and you feel guilty or conflicted about that. Maybe your kids are pushing back against your faith or values, or you have adult kids who've fallen away from the church, and you're not sure how to reach them. Maybe your spouse is undermining your attempts to live the faith with your kids. Whatever it is, there are a million challenges to raising a faithful family these days. We want to help Make it easier to create a more loving, connected, caring, and faithfully Catholic family life. Give us a call. The number is 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. You know, we sometimes make inroads in our family life in terms of of experiencing faith together and then just like anything else we're trying to do in our family life the ages and stages shift around and what we were doing that was feeling like we were maybe succeeding shifts you know we we might be doing something with our toddlers that is great at home in terms of a spiritual life maybe maybe we're singing you know praise songs together or maybe we're reading that picture bible at night or maybe we haven't even thought of that but let's say we've tried that and it's going great and all of a sudden they start getting to like school age and they're too cool for that and you're thinking well what do i do now to share the faith and so you start sharing, you know, the more formal prayers of the church, but they're not quite hitting right because they're not developmentally there yet. Or they run into some problem in their lives and they start questioning if God really cares because they're suffering in some way. Whatever it is that makes us feel off kilter, makes us a little nervous that our kids aren't ever going to connect with God in the church, 
just puts question marks in our hearts and our minds about how do I do this? How do we have a family life that allows us to be happy, but also holy and raise kids in the faith into adulthood and raise them to want to raise their own children in the faith? Huge questions that can weigh on our hearts. And yet the world and our busyness and trying to work and take care of the house and run everybody everywhere can make us feel like our faith life, our spiritual life at home is getting the last of us, if anything at all. If anything of this is kind of touching your heart and making you go, mm, and I don't know what to do about it, Greg and Lisa, well, we're here to help you figure that out for your particular family today if you give us a call, 877 573 7825. That's 877 573 7825. Uh, I do have some exciting news. Uh, we're not allowed to talk about it a lot just yet, but um, I can tell you that uh, we, through Holy Cross Family Ministries that we partner with, um, sponsored a study through CARA, the Center for Applied Research of the Apostolate at Georgetown University, looking at what are the family dynamics that lead to the successful transmission of faith from one generation to the next. What, what, what are the things that families need to do to pass the faith on to their kids and have those kids live as faithful adults? Um, and I can tell you, one of the surprising things that came out of this study, and we'll be, we'll be releasing this in the coming, next coming weeks, and you'll probably see it in the news, um, is that you do have to engage in, in some spiritual practices as a family, but what you do doesn't really matter as much as how you live. The quality of your family relationships, uh, the kind of family dynamics that you have, are the things that ultimately fuel any of the spiritual practices you engage in. And without those family dynamics or without that quality of the relationship in the home, the spiritual practices tend not to be very effective at passing on the faith to the next generation. And so we want to talk about that. You know, how, how, what does that mean for you? You know, what needs to be happening in your home to create fertile soil for the faith to take root and those spiritual practices you're engaging in to actually have the effect you're hoping they'll have, drawing you and your kids closer to God and leading them to a faithful adulthood. We've talked about that um, throughout the program, but we also discuss this every day at Catholic Home. That's catholichom.com. Uh, we encourage you all, if you're interested in this topic, to sign up and become a member of the Catholic Home community. Um, every day on Catholic Home, my whole team, our whole team of pastoral counselors and Catholic Family Life coaches are interacting with families just like you, helping you overcome parenting struggles and faith challenges and all the questions that we face in trying to live out the faith in our family lives. Plus, families getting tons of resources, whether those are videos or podcasts or downloadable activities, all kind of cool stuff. So check it out at catholichom.com and sign up today. Well, I want to mention we just this past Tuesday had our monthly live Q&A where we all get together over a Zoom link and we discuss a particular topic for a few minutes and then we open it up to conversation about that topic or about any question that one of our members who have chosen to join us that month has. And it was beautiful. Us, this 
past Tuesday, we all got together and we had tried and true members and we had some brand new members and several who were, you know, there are lots of young families, families with teenagers, families who are just starting out. We had at least two moms who had eight kids and 11 kids. And then we had grandparents that were there who really want to be able to influence their their adult children and their grandchildren. So Catholic Home is for anyone that's who Catholic wants... H-O-M. That's right. Who wants for, a faithful family sorry, life. Sorry stands for that. Households on Mission. So check it out, CatholicHOM.com, or download the app Catholic, uh, on Android or iOS, and uh, subscribe today. You can but look you at can it also, again on your computer or on the app, either way. But you don't have to wait. You can call in right now at 877-573-7825 and ask your questions about celebrating your faith at home. Again, that number, 877-573-7825. Every day on More to Life, we take a look at the topic of the day through the lens of St. John Paul's Theology of the Body. And if folks aren't aware of what that is, uh, it's, uh, well, St. John Paul was Pope, he gave a series of reflections over the course of about five years about how God's creation reveals God's plan for living a more abundant life and having healthier, holier relationships. You know, a lot of us have a tendency to separate our home life from our spiritual life. Prayer can tend to be something we do on our own or at church. But the theology of the body reminds us that spirituality has to be at the heart of everything we do and at the center of our relationships, especially our marriage and family life, because that's how we learn to listen to him and love like him. The family is meant to be a school of love and virtue, but that doesn't just happen by accident. It only happens when we come together as a family and ask God to teach us to be the family he wants us to be. When we don't engage in regular couple and family prayer and create ways to invite Christ to be a meaningful part of our everyday family lives, we miss out on 99% of the ways that God communicates his love and grace to us through the vocation of marriage and family life. You know, ultimately living our faith at home means treating God as if he was the most important member of our family, talking to him together as a family throughout the day as if he was right there in the room, because guess what? He is. You know, we need to ask him to teach us how to love each other the way he wants us to. We need to praise him for the little blessings of the day, ask him for help with the challenges we face in trying to take care of each other. And we need to create little rituals that allow the faith to be the source of the warmth in our homes and cultivate meaning, a meaningful relational approach to family spirituality so that God's part of everything we do as a family. And family life can be a little way of holiness. And that all sounds great in theory, but, but how do we live it out? And what challenges do you face as you even think about living it out? Let's talk it out today on More to Life. The number is 877 573-7825. Let's take our concerns to the Lord, and then we'll start taking your calls. In the name of the, the Father, Father, and the, the Son, and the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, we come into your presence and we bring you all the families who are tuning in right now, and we consecrate them to you and ask you, Lord, to fill our homes with your love and show us how to make you part of our family lives every day and encounter you more meaningfully in our homes. Enliven our family prayer life, fill our homes with your love, help us as Catholic families to really live that Catholic vision of love so that in all that we do, we are witnessing your love to our kids 
and shining out that witness to the whole world so that we can draw the world to you through that witness of love in our families. We ask all of this through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary. And in the name name of the the Father, the Son, and the Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Pope St. John Paul the Great. Pray for us. Today on More to Life, Celebration of Faith. We're talking about living the faith at home. Give us a call at 877-573-7825 if you are struggling to know how to bring your faith home and overcome the challenges that you're facing to doing that. Let's talk now with Caleb, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Texas on Guadalupe Radio. Hi, Caleb. Welcome to More to Life. What's going on? Uh, yeah, so uh, more, of a, more of a comment. Uh, my wife and I are both former Protestants, me of the Reformed tradition. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went to Protestant Bible school, and I actually found the Catholic faith, so now I'm working Oops. to become a yeah. Maronite. <laughs> no, uh, that kind of happens when you start really, really studying the truth, and you realize where it comes from. Sometimes it leads you down that road to home. But I can imagine that leads to some challenges in the marriage if your wife is still not uh, Protestant. Yeah, yeah. It's You know, it's been really, really difficult, um, especially with three kids we have together, 12, uh, six and three, and so, you know, it, it's it's funny. She's more of a Baptocostal of sorts, and uh, <laughs> so the two younger ones are going to get baptized in into the Maronite Church with me, and I'm going to get a conditional baptism uh, when we join. Um, but you know, the struggle's hard at first. You know, me praying with the kids and and doing the Hail Marys, the Glory Be. You know, that really frustrated her, and. Uh, you know, I pray, you know, for family unity every day. And just the other week, you know, we went to her ch- her church because we go every other week, my church, her church. And uh, she had made the comment that all the kids uh, show more reverence at the Maronite church than at any of the churches she's picked. And then mm-hmm. she said, you know, I might not agree with the Maronites, but there's something about Mass that I just really like. And so, you know, the struggle's real, but, you know, the prayer does work. The Holy Spirit's working. Can I ask you, you you said you pray for family unity. Can I ask you, do you you and your wife, and and does your whole family pray for family unity and and for God to teach you guys how to be the family he wants you to be? Uh, So my wife and I are certainly lacking prayer together. Um, It's just currently not possible, not that it's not wanted. Um, Why is it possible? possible? Our differences of opinion, um, I I guess maybe it's not impossible. It just hasn't worked. Well, I mean, and I understand, understand, for example, that she might not want to say a rosary, for example, or a Divine Mercy Chaplet or the formal prayers of the Church. specifically, Catholic. But that wouldn't stop you guys from, from talking to God together and saying, you know, Lord, please teach us how to be the family that you want us to be. You know, help us to love each other the way you want us to love each other. Help us to know what you're calling us to in our relationship with you and with each other. Help us to be able to hear clearly and follow willingly the promptings of your Holy Spirit because we don't want our own opinions, our own formation to be the God in our lives. We want you to be 
God in our lives and in our family. So please let us hear you clearly, see where you want us all to go and love each other and you and give you glory in everything we do. You know, the, the formal prayers of the church are meant to help us go deeper in our prayer life, but they actually assume that we are having conversational prayer in the first place. So the formal prayers of the church aren't meant to replace conversational prayer. They're meant to take it deeper uh, and, and help us to pray in ways that we wouldn't that wouldn't come to us naturally and pray about things that we wouldn't think about praying about naturally. But they're based on the assumption that we are having that kind of more conversational prayer with God every day. And, you know, even if your wife doesn't really get the Catholic prayers, quote-unquote, I think that, you know, you both coming from that tradition would, would be comfortable talking to God together and giving him your family every day and asking him to teach you how to love each other that day and bringing your specific concerns to him. Yeah, um, we, we actually um, offer a, a format, if you will, for family prayer that I think that you and your wife could, could get behind uh, in our book, Discovering God Together, The Catholic Guide to Raising Faithful Kids, and also in Praying For and With Your Spouse, um, The Way to Deeper Love. Both of those books you guys could go through together, and there's nothing in there I don't think that she would object to, uh, and I think that could really bring the two of you together in a lot of ways. So I, I'd really encourage you to cultivate uh, a, a couple and family spiritual life, um, and, and then you, know, you incorporate the, the Catholic spirituality as much as you're able to, um, but at least you have a foundation where you're coming to God together and asking him to lead you into a deeper relationship with him and each other. Yeah, Caleb, you're... you're Christian spouses to each other and as we talked about having that more conversational prayer you know honestly the words that I use took maybe 30 seconds and if you just say to her look I want to be a loving godly man and husband for you and for these kids and I would really like for us to just spend a few minutes holding hands in the morning when we first wake up and just kind of talking to God together because I want to do his will and I want us as a family to do his will in our lives. I'm pretty sure that because she is a godly woman who really cares about her faith and her family, she will be thrilled at that. And so just have those moments of conversational prayer when you wake up in the morning, pray for her needs, pray to be a great husband to her and ask God to bless your marriage and your family life. And because I, we can already see the Holy Spirit working in your life together, I'm pretty sure that's going to bring him, you know, in the door more fully. One little thing that I would be remiss in in uh, not bringing up is you mentioned that you alternate. Yes, right? I um, was. And I, I know you're still coming into the church, and you're not mm -hmm. not fully Catholic yet. And you know, you and your wife are still trying to navigate all this stuff. And I I, I admire the efforts that you're making in that. Uh, that said, I, I would be remiss if I didn't remind you that uh, a week the mass is a weekly obligation. That that and you know it's it's like it's like the family meal, right? And and uh, you know you don't miss the family meal unless you have a really serious reason. And so we we come together every week. So I would just encourage you as you continue to draw closer to the Catholic Church to really look at ways that you could attend every week, whether your family joins you or not. You know, look at the mass schedules and see how how you could go in a way that would be uh, you know not too disruptive to the family, but would still fulfill your your your, your obligation and, and the call that God is placing on your heart to be entered into full communion. But still honor where your wife is at. So perhaps, you know, a Saturday evening mass for you and the family and then Sunday go to her church and experience that. The other thing I'm going to say, I, Caleb, I'm sure you get this, but the probably the reason your children are more reverent when they go to Mass is because they're intuiting the real presence of Christ in the Eucharist. That's something that, you know, the minute you walk into a church, you get that feeling because he's really, truly present and there. And when that's something that you can bring up 
when it's when your family is open to that, it might be worth mentioning. All right, Caleb, thank you so much for the call. And if there's more we can do to support you in your journey, don't hesitate to reach out to us again. And the books I mentioned one more time uh, for the parenting stuff, Discovering God Together, The Catholic Guide to Raising Faithful Kids, and uh, for developing a, a, a more marital spirituality, Praying For and With Your Spouse, The Way to Deeper Love. Both of those are available at catholiccounselors.com or wherever books are sold. We have to go to break, but when we come back, we're continuing to take your calls about celebrating your faith at home and overcoming the challenges you experience as you try to do that. 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. More to Life will continue right after this. This Ave Maria radio program is brought to you in part by Fathom Events. The new feature film, Mother Teresa and Me, is in theaters for one night only. Thursday, October 5th. Mother Teresa and me weaves together the stories of two women. Mother Teresa, who served the poor with love amidst her dark night of the soul, and Kavita, a young woman who is searching for love while struggling with her unexpected pregnancy. Information at fathomevents.com. That's fathomevents.com. This program is brought to you in part by Charity Mobile, a proud partner of Ave Maria Radio for over 15 years. Charity Mobile is the pro-life cell phone company and has sent nearly $2 million to thousands of pro-life charities. 4G LTE coverage is available nationwide, and 5% of your monthly plan price goes to your favorite pro-life charity. A video introduction is available at CharityMobile.com. Charity Mobile, everyday living, effortless giving. CharityMobile.com. She was a mystic and reformer who died at the age of 33. Matthew Bunsen and the Doctors of the Church. St. Catherine of Siena accomplished something no one thought possible. She convinced Pope Gregory XI to return to Rome after the popes had lived in France for almost the whole of the 14th century. They've been there ever since. For more about the Doctors of the Church, visit doctorsofthechurch.com. Would you get on a plane that doesn't have a pilot? Investing in passive index mutual funds may present the same issue. The Ave Maria mutual funds are actively managed by seasoned investment professionals to help you meet your investment goals in a morally responsible way. Ave Maria funds are managed to conform to pro-life and pro-family values. Long-term investors could invest in the no-load Ave Maria mutual funds. You can learn more about the Ave Maria mutual funds at 866-AVE-MARIA or visit AveMariaFunds.com. Welcome back to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. And today on More to Life, the show is titled Celebration of Faith. As we talk about the blessings and challenges of trying to live our faith in our family life. Struggling with any of those things related to that topic? Give us a call at 877-573-7825. Joining us right now, Damon Owens. He and his wife, Melanie, are the founders of JoyfulEverAfter.org, a Theology of the Body-Based Marriage Ministry. Damon, welcome to More to Life. Thank you, Dr. Greg, Lisa. Good to be with you guys. Well, great to have you here. So, you know, we're talking about the challenge of integrating our faith with our family life. And, you know, a lot of folks just kind of struggle to do that, don't know how to do that. What can the theology of the body teach us, first of all, about the importance of, of trying and how we can begin to start if we've been struggling? Yeah, I remember how struck I was uh, years ago when I heard the quotes from, actually it was St. Josemaria Escriva, and he talked about the unity of life. And that, that phrase has really resonated with me over the, 
the decades in how it's so easy, as you said, to compartmentalize every aspect of our of our lives. Like this is where I work. This is where I, I sleep. This is the people that I act this way around, act this way, the other way around. And certainly with our faith, it's so easy to look at it centered around the form of worship, you know, the liturgy, the mass. And we think that that puts us, you know, in the top 30 percent or whatever of, of, of Catholics. But there's something in relationships that draws that unity together. Marriage, for sure. Parenthood, fatherhood, motherhood, for sure. And there's something about the challenge that happens. And I'm struck also by the naturalness that that unity uh, really instigates. You know, we when we start to integrate our lives, I am the same Damon, whether I'm working, whether I'm on the radio, whether I'm changing a diaper. And there's a naturalness that almost is the is the byproduct of that, that this is just the way that I am and how I interact, how I love, how I forgive, how I show mercy. And in particularly with parenthood and marriage, it's, it's interesting how we think we're teaching someone something. I'm teaching my son this. I'm teaching them about the faith, this prayer. I'm teaching them to know God. But it's, it's, a, it's remarkable how much our children teach us about the faith. Even in that struggle of being able to live a naturalness, a unity in our life, we start to see in our children what it looks like, that disunity, that disintegration, and that forced faith. And, and that, it's a gift. I mention that as a gift that we have our children available to us to help grow our relationship with the Lord, even as we're well, introducing you know, and inviting them to the same. And it's funny you'd mention it that way, because that's why we title our book Discovering God Together, The Catholic Guide to Raising yes. Faithful Kids, because it really isn't just about us passing the faith on to our kids. It's really about experiencing God through their eyes and experiencing faith through their eyes in our family and learning from each other uh, and, and journeying together in faith. Yeah, and I think that the beautiful that title and what it's getting at is is that there are levels in certain sense. There's depth of that intimacy and relationship, and we shouldn't be afraid of allowing the the new fatherhood, the new motherhood, the, the kids going from toddler to adolescent to teenager, and those being teaching moments for us. And I think that humility that allows us to allow that allows the experience of our of our family life to be a school, a real school where it's not merely didactic teacher to student, but that we're all learning to grow in intimacy and love of the Lord. Yeah, and not only is it a school, but sometimes a hospital, because as we watch our children <laughs> progress through the spiritual yes. levels, we get to heal some of the stuff we've gone through that are holding and holding mm. us a little bit back from God as well. Thank you, Damon, so much for uh, joining us today. Uh, always a pleasure. And if folks would like to learn more about Damon's good work, please go to joyfuleverafter.org, joyfuleverafter.org. We're taking your calls about... The, overcoming the challenges you might be facing in trying to live your faith in your family life. Give us a call at 877-573-7825. We'll back in a minute. Father Benedict Groeschel. I don't think people should have negative fears of God, but I think you should get a lump in your throat. You should feel excited. Suppose I was going to take you and introduce you to the Pope or to the President of some country or something. You might get a lump in your throat. Forget it. Every day, you, I, live and move and have our being in the presence of God. These are the class of feelings we should have, and we should have them to an intense degree if we really have the sight of Almighty God. These feelings are the feelings which we shall have if we realize His presence, and in proportion as we believe that He is present, we shall have them. 
And not to have them is not to realize, not to believe that God is present to us. EWTN. Live Truth. Live Catholic. The best way for the church to respond to this new woke religion is to actually begin to see it as religious. What they're offering is a new sense of believing, a new sense of belonging, and a new sense of behaving. They have new commandments uh, regarding tolerance and inclusivism and multiculturalism and egalitarianism. And what's remarkable about this is that the woke people seem to think that the Christian faith is a barrier. Look, Christianity has always taught that the gospel was a universal message. Christ died for all. All human beings are created in the image and likeness of God. And we all have solidarity in the fact that we sin. And yet the church gets no credit for its great cultural achievements. Look, the church has already welcomed every nation, family, and tribe. We are the first universal people. Cresta in the Afternoon, weekdays at 4 Eastern on EWTN Radio. Hi, I'm Lisa Popcheck. When feeling attacked, judged, or misunderstood, our natural tendency is to react, to lash out and defend ourselves. We assume that the other person intends to be offensive, but even when it seems like someone is being purposefully antagonistic, we don't really know their true intentions. That's why charity and good psychology remind us that instead of reacting harshly, we can choose to be humble and give the other person the benefit of the doubt. That doesn't mean letting people walk all over us. It means that the best way to challenge an antagonistic person's bad behavior is to ask questions that clarify what they're trying to accomplish so that we can help them find kinder, more loving ways to get their point across and meet their needs. Clarifying questions don't accuse or challenge the other person. They hold up a mirror that forces the antagonistic person to ask themselves, is the way I'm acting really helping me get my needs met? To learn more graceful ways to deal with conflict, visit catholiccounselors.com or check out our book, God Help Me, These People Are Driving Me Nuts, Making Peace with Difficult People. Welcome back, folks. You are listening to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. I'm Lisa Popchak. And today our show is titled A Celebration of Faith. You know, faith and family life don't always go together as smoothly as we'd like. What challenges are you experiencing as you try to live your faith at home? You know, maybe you're struggling with family prayer, either to get it started in the first place or make it more meaningful maybe you feel like you don't have enough time to serve your family and do the ministries you'd like to do and you feel conflicted maybe a little guilty about that maybe your kids are pushing back against your faith or values or your adult kids have fallen away from the church maybe your spouse is undermining your attempts to live your faith with your kids look there are a million challenges to raising a faithful family these days we want to help you make it easier to create a more loving connected, caring, and faithfully Catholic family life. Give us a call. The number is 877-573-7825. Again, that's 
7825. Before we go to our next call, our friends at Stations of the Cross need to hear from you next week. They're airing their 2023 Fall Appeal all next week, so if you're listening to any of their 20-plus stations in New York, Pennsylvania, Northeast Ohio, or Massachusetts, we ask you for your support of Stations of the Cross. And of course, wherever you're tuning in to Catholic Radio, make sure you're supporting your local Catholic Radio station of course, with your prayers, but with your dollars, too, so we can keep Catholic Radio going strong for generations to come, supporting you and your loved ones in living a more faithful and abundant life. Speaking of those generations to come, let's talk today about how to keep those generations to come and the family you're raising now or helping to raise faithful, Catholic, and in love with God and giving him glory. Let's talk now to James, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Florida. Hey, James, welcome to More to Life. What's going on? Oh, not too much is going on, but I just wanted to let you know that, uh, you know, I have a daughter. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, first of all, I want to celebrate the faith that I have. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, my wife and I are both Catholic, and, and we pray together every night, and everything's going fine there. And my sister is an angel. She always takes us to church when she can and mm. so uh so that's i mean that's wonderful i mean that's a but you told our screener that you're, you're you're struggling with your daughter because uh, you, you you both you and your wife are both visually impaired um but and then she's and your daughter's kind of fallen away from the church but for a while there she was taking you to church and you were really getting hopeful that maybe that would stick but then her truck started acting up and and she'll run errands for you but she doesn't take you to mass anymore is that is that correct Right, right. But you see, so how can we? So how can we help you out today? What's 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 your question for us? Okay, my question is, is this? Uh, I'm wondering how uh, how to talk to her about my faith. Well, can I ask you how how do you talk to her? Do you talk to her at all about your faith right now? Like, what what do you share with her? Well, I just share, you know, he know, minor things. But you see, we went to church for a while, you know, when they had both cars. Now they're down to one one truck, and her mm-hmm. and her husband have to share that truck. And right, so, right. We we mentioned that. Now, like, I really want to get back to this faith part, James. Did you and your wife raise her in the Catholic faith as she was coming up? No, no, you, no. Did you have... No, my ex-wife and I raised her in the faith. Oh, well, okay. So you were raising her in the faith as best you could, and was she ever Catholic in her life or no? Yes, yes. That's the way we've raised her all of our life. So you you were saying, though, how can you share your faith with your with your daughter? So we were asking, how do you try? Like, do you talk to her about faith stuff now? Like, what what kind of conversations do you have with her about about your spiritual life or her spiritual life? Yeah. So anyway, what I want to do is uh, encourage her because you know she has you know three kids and uh, either one of them's grown and. One of them has been baptized, and the other just made their first communion. And All right, so you've got some questions about how to, how to really disciple her at this stage. Yeah, yeah just and some encourage basic her, because, you know, that one has made their first communion, but she's not going to church, and that can really be heartbreaking as a dad, for sure. All right, so 
We talk about a lot of this uh, for you and other listeners in, in our book, um, how to have meaningful, sometimes difficult conversations with adult sons and daughters. Um, and in there, we talk a lot about the importance of making God part of our interactions with our adult kids. You know, this is the simplest way to kind of be witnessing to, to your to your daughter. Um, when you're talking to her and she shares some good thing that happened in the week, you know, first, you know, you 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 celebrate that with her. Hey, that's fantastic! I'm really glad that happened. You know, and then and then you bring God into it. Lord, thank you so much for blessing our daughter this way, and just 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 keep blessing her and letting her know how much you love her. And then move on. Move on. Talk about the weather. Talk right. about, you know, the groceries, whatever it is. But just enter into that. Bring God into that moment. And then move on. Or she's struggling with something. You know, she's having a hard time meeting the, the, the truck the situation. The truck situation, I was you know, about to say. Uh, yeah. you know, and she's complaining about how hard it is with just the one vehicle. And, you know, oh, I'm so sorry you guys are going through that. That's really rough. So empathize with her first. And then, you know, Lord, I wish I knew what I could do to help her. Please bless my daughter and help her and her husband work out this truck situation and help us know how we can be a support to her if, if there's anything we can do. Amen. Move on. But, so, but, but you're bringing God into the conversation with your kids in very small, simple ways. You're not asking, you're not saying, honey, can I pray with you? Would it be okay if I... Re-? You're, just, you're just doing it. You're right? not nagging her to get herself back to church while she's in the middle of stressing out about keeping body and soul together. When, when things are, you know, when, when you said you and your wife pray together every day, that's beautiful. When you're talking with your daughter, make sure you talk about some of those answered prayers, you yeah, know? Or just saying, we were praying for you today, and this is, you know, the sense that I got that, you know, God loves you and maybe, you know, this thing would work or that he just wants you to know that. Something but but like she that. says, you know, how was your week going? And, and you say, you know what, it was, a, it was a pretty good week. You know, we, your mom and I have been praying about X, Y, and Z, and, and God really looked out for us in this situation and that. We really felt his presence over here. Again, you know, you're not beating her over the head with anything. You're just sharing your experience and your encounters with God so that you're, you're making God real and tangible for her and, and helping her see how he really cares about your life and her. Well, and that's very much the point here, because in doing that, you're inviting the Holy Spirit to start moving in her life more. You're letting her know that she's loved by you and by God. And you'll be surprised at how many times when you're saying things like, hey, that's wonderful. Thank you, God, for this blessing in her life. That as she moves through her day, suddenly she's going to start remembering things like that. And she's going to see blessings as blessings. And she'll start to see challenges as a time to ask God into that situation. She won't even realize that what you're doing and telling her is starting to move into her subconscious and then into her conscience, conscious way of thinking. And that will open the door more and more and more for God in her life, but also for you being able to have deeper spiritual conversations with her. Um, you know, the last thing I'll, I'll throw out there, and I don't know if this is possible or within your budget or not, but, but you know, one of the things that, that really does help um, with our kids' spirituality is if, when they can see they can turn to us for support. And so if there is anything you can do, to help them with the vehicle situation, you know, getting that other car repaired, kicking in a little bit for that. I don't want you to make this a tit for tat where you say, hey, I will help pay for the repairs in the truck if you take us to mass again. I don't want it to be like that. But I would. But if you are in a position where you could help with that other vehicle, 
you know, and it get and it gets repaired, then you could say, you know, we really miss you taking us to church. And it would really, now that you have the other vehicle, it would really mean a lot to us if you would, you know, continue to do that again. You know, and there's there's you know, you're not you're not making it a tit for tat thing, but there is a little bit of an implicit, hey, we helped you out. Would you mind helping us out too? Um, so so you know, those little ways that that, well, that, becomes, that God can work through you. It becomes cultivating a culture of yes. mutual self-donation. Exactly. It is not a tit-for-tat thing in any way. It's opening your hearts to each other. It's letting her know that she can count on you, not only for spiritual support, but for any temporal support you can give her with your time, with your talents, and yes, if it's possible, with any financial help with the trucks and stuff like that. But again, you know, that's all based on those conversations where you're starting to pray with her. You know, Lord, help us to know how what we can do to support her and be there for her, whether emotionally or spiritually or temporally just we want to be there for our daughter and we want to be, let you use us to bless her in whatever ways that we can right you know so again you're making god part of that conversation so james we we do talk more about this in in uh, how how to have meaningful sometimes difficult conversations with adult sons and daughters i uh, hope you can check that out if there's more that we can do to support you and your family don't hesitate to reach out to us here on more to life and listeners we're taking your calls about celebrating your faith at home I mean, the reality is faith and family life don't always go together as smoothly as we'd like, right? Um, we all experience challenges on this front. Uh, and maybe you're having difficulties with making family prayer happen at all. Or you're doing it, but it's like herding cats. And you're not getting anything <laughs> Angry, out of it. Angry, cranky cats. <laughs> maybe you feel like you don't have enough time to serve both your family and do the ministries you'd like to do. And you feel conflicted or guilty about that. Uh, maybe you feel like the kids are pushing back against your faith or your values or your rules that you're imposing to try to, to help them navigate the challenges of life in a faithful way. Maybe your adult kids have fallen away from the church and you're not sure how to reach out to them. Or your spouse is undermining your attempts to live the faith with your kids. Or a million other possible challenges you're facing to raising a faithful family these days. We want to help make it easier. Let us help you create a more loving, connected, caring, and faithfully Catholic family life. 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877 877- Five seven three seventy eight twenty five. As we head out to our break, it's time for our scripture of the day, which comes to us from Proverbs twenty two verse six. Train up a child in the way he should go; even when he is old, he will not depart from it. This actually goes back to something uh, we said at the very beginning of the show when we were talking about this brand new study that we sponsored through the through Georgetown. Um, that was looking at what it takes to pass the faith on to the next generation. And what we said was that a family, in order to pass the faith on, a family does have to be engaging in some spiritual practices. But it's not really those spiritual practices that pass the faith on to the next generation. That's not the thing that, that makes it effective. You have to be doing something. But unless there's another piece in place, the spiritual practices don't work. And that other piece is the way you live as a family, the quality of your family relationships, the, the warmth in your home. You don't have to be a perfect family, but you have to be a warm family. It has to be a, a, a home where your kids can see how God is making a practical difference in your relationships. And this verse, train up a child in the way he should go, it doesn't say lecture your child <laughs> in the laws of God. It doesn't say, you know, beat your child over the head with doctrines and scripture verses. It doesn't say lecture your child about all the things they're doing wrong. It's saying train up a child. And how do you train somebody? Well, if you're on a team, you, the coach just doesn't say, 
Okay, here's how to hit a ball. Here's how to run. Okay, go home and study it on your own. No, you do it. You live it out. You 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 express it in the way in the in the in the in the way that you do the things, right? Train up the child train up a child in the way he should go really means live differently. Show your kids what it means to live in a Catholic home, not just that says prayers, but that lives differently, that has a warmer, more loving, more connected family life than our non-Christian friends and neighbors. Show them the difference. Train them up in the way they should go, because that is what's going to help them hold on to the faith in their own adulthood, because we're showing them the secret to a leading, a loving, caring, connected, and faithful family, family life for themselves. With that, we got to go to break. When we come back, we're taking your calls about doing just that. 877-573-7825. Maybe you're listening to all this and thinking, yeah, I mean, it sounds great, but how do I pull that off? Yeah, I have no idea where to start. Give us a call, 877-573-7825. If you're looking for ways to connect with God more meaningfully at home, to help your kids own their faith more deeply, to get on the same page as a family when it comes to celebrating your faith at home, or to overcome the challenges that you're facing in trying to make any of those things happen. We're here for you. 877-573-7825. More to Life will continue right after this. This Ave Maria radio program is brought to you in part by Fathom Events. The new feature film, Mother Teresa and Me, is in theaters for one night only, Thursday, October 5th. Mother Teresa and Me weaves together the stories of two women, Mother Teresa, who served the poor with love amidst her dark night of the soul, and Kavita, a young woman who is searching for love while struggling with her unexpected pregnancy. Information at FathomEvents.com. That's FathomEvents.com. If we think like children, can we get a better workout? I'm Chuck Gatica, and this is Journey Strong. For many of us, getting a workout means going for a run, lifting weights, or doing some push-ups. But are we having fun doing any of those things? Many experts suggest that we need to incorporate play and fun into our workouts, just like when we were kids. We got plenty of exercise, climbing trees, playing ball, or chasing a friend. Now some personal trainers are incorporating childlike routines in their planned workouts to keep things fresh and filled with fun. The experts suggest that we watch kids at play and mirror their exercise. Kids don't usually run for miles and miles. They run, stop, jump, and play. Then they do it again. They mix things up. They laugh, they still sweat, and they still get out of breath. They get a good workout. We can do the same. For more on playful workouts, head over to our Journey Strong tab at the homepage of AveMariaRadio.net. This program is brought to you in part by MyLifeAngels.com. MyLifeAngels provides peace of mind by notifying you the moment a loved one enters an emergency room. Right on your smartphone, you'll have instant access to everything needed including all legal documents, to ensure you are empowered to protect their life-affirming wishes. My Life Angels also alerts hospital ER staff with critical medical information and emergency contacts. More information at MyLifeAngels.com. Want more tips for living a more joyful, abundant life through the gift of the theology of the body? Well, and follow us on Facebook at more to life with Dr. Greg and Lisa and on Twitter and Instagram, at Catholic Counselors. We'll see you there. 
Welcome back to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. And today on More to Life, celebrating your faith at home, we're talking about the challenges that we face in trying to make our faith part of our family life. The reality is they don't always go together as smoothly as we'd like. What challenges are you experiencing as you try to live your faith at home? Are you struggling to make family prayer happen or make it meaningful because your current experience is like herding cats? Do you feel like you don't have enough time to do all the things you want to do for your family and your faith? Whatever the challenges are, let's talk it out. 877-573-7825. Let's talk now with Jerry, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Pennsylvania. Hi, Jerry. Welcome to More to Life. What's your question for us today? Uh, hello. Uh, uh, thank you so much for what you guys do, uh, giving uh, the a message and also assistance to Catholics. Uh, thank you, Jerry. And, what can we do for you today? Uh, yes. Um, so I'm a Catholic single, and okay. you know, I'm, I'm, I would like to establish a relationship with a Catholic woman outside mm-hmm. of the any advice? And outside, I, you broke up a little bit, but outside of like the online Catholic single services yeah. that are out there. Okay, well, they can be great. Uh, so many people that we know have actually gotten married to people that they've met through Catholic singles online things. So don't don't negate those entirely. I love the fact, Jerry, that you're a godly man and that you want to start off strong and keep going. It really is wonderful to be able to know with certainty that you want to marry someone who is what we call equally yoked to you so that you can live your faith fully together in a sacrament of marriage and raise children that are the fruit of that sacrament. So I applaud you for doing that. I will say this, it's about you know, already know who you are. You're a good and godly man, and you have this desire. Number one, let everybody know. Everybody that you like, you don't know, just, you know, hi, my name is Jerry. Please find me a Catholic wife. <laughs> but the folks that you're hanging out with, when you're in, you know, regular situations, you know, um, family, you know, times together with your extended family, you know, people that you're hanging out with at church, first of all, let them know, hey, I know I'm single. I would love to find a really wonderful Catholic woman to date and marry. That you start with throwing that rock in the pond and let it spill. So they start, you know, looking and, and saying, oh, well, I know this person or that person. The other thing, join things that are meaningful to your faith and your own particular mission. I have known a ton of people who have gotten married to people in their pro-life group you know, or somebody they met when they went to the Life March or a a charitable organization through their church where they're doing things for others. It's a wonderful way to meet like-minded people. And and even if you don't meet that particular woman in those circumstances, A, you're living out, you know, your charism to begin with. And B, again, you're going back to let other people know so that other people have their eyes and ears and antenna kind of out there saying, oh, well, there is this lovely Catholic woman. I never really thought about meeting, you know, introducing her to somebody. Hey, there's Jerry. 
that's you're upping your chances by really actively living your own charism socially. Uh, two other things. One, make sure that you're praying every day, not just that God would find you somebody, mm-hmm. but that God would open your heart and lead you and guide you to the relationship that he wants you to have. Um, and to all the relationships that he wants you to have in terms of the friendships, uh, the work relationships, all the relationships that he wants you to have so that you're open to cultivating healthy relationships with, with all people and you're giving God all of those relationships but asking him to, to, to lead you and guide you to the, to the ultimate, you know, to the person that he wants you to find. And the, point, the reason I'm asking you to pray that way is because instead of just sort of passively sitting there and saying, oh, God, find me somebody, God, find me somebody, you're saying, you know, God, show me where to look. Show me what to do. Let, make me open to all the paths that you'd have me walk to find this person that you have in your heart for me. Uh, and then when you, do, when you are dating somebody, make sure that even on that first date, you bring it to God. You know, Lord, bless our friendship and help us to be everything that you want us to be for each other and, and, and be good friends to each other, at least. And, and if there's more to hear, then, then help us to find that, too. I have to say, you know, Lisa and I started praying about our relationship the very first date, like I just yep. said to you. We uh, both knew that we were looking for somebody who was vibrantly Catholic. And so we just were totally able to do that with we, one we, another. We got engaged because we did that. We got engaged after two months and <laughs> got married the day after graduation and have been together for 35 years now at this mm-hmm. point. So, I mean, it's all about, you know, bringing our, our lives to God and asking him to teach us every day how to lead us and guide us to the person he wants us to be with and, how to, and, and to teach us how to love that person that he wants us to be with. So those are some suggestions to get you started, Jerry. I mean, it is a, it's a challenging journey, and, it's, and it can be lonely and kind of frustrating sometimes. And kind of scary. But God does have somebody in his heart for you, and if you keep asking him to lead you to that person and show you what you need to do to find that person, then, then he will guide you on that path. I'd also encourage you, I mean, whatever online uh, you know, resources you're taking advantage of, in the Catholic dating world. I'd also encourage you to learn more about the National Catholic Singles Conference, um, which is at uh, nationalcatholicsingles.com. It's not a, it's not a match service. It's, it's uh, an organization that does um, uh, conferences you know, for Catholic singles. Um, they just had one this past August in Plymouth, Michigan. Um, and they also do uh, online uh, courses and meetups different and kinds of things just things different like yeah. again it's not a dating service it's an opportunity for singles to really develop their faith and 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 develop relationships and friendships with others uh, and then get together face to face a couple of times a year as well so check that out at nationalcatholicsingles.com uh, Anastasia Northrup who has a segment on this program is actually the director of that organization Jerry thank you so much for the call and if there's more we can do to support you don't hesitate to reach out to us. And God bless you for being such a determined and wonderfully vibrant Catholic man. And as we're coming into the final moments of the program, I just want to encourage any listeners who are interested in learning more about integrating their faith with their everyday life to come on over to CatholicHOM.com and become a member of the Catholic Home Community. Catholic HOM stands for Households on Mission. And every day on the Catholic Home app and at CatholicHOM.com, my, our whole team of pastoral counselors and family life coaches are supporting and encouraging Catholic families and leading a more faithful, loving, caring, connected Catholic family life, uh, responding to questions and challenges, and also giving you the resources that you need in terms of videos and podcasts and downloadable activities and lots of fun stuff and great discussions every week. Check it out. Become a member of the Catholic Home Community today. Go to CatholicHOM.com or download the Catholic HOM app and subscribe today to get all the support you need to build a more loving, caring, connected Catholic household on mission at CatholicHOM.com. That's all the time we've got for today's program. Thanks so much for tuning in. 
And if there's more we can do to support you in any area of your personal marriage or family life, come visit us at CatholicCounselors.com to learn more about the Pastoral Solutions Institute's pastoral telecounseling practice, where you can work with a faithful, professional Catholic counselor to transform your life in God's grace. Have a blessed day. You've been listening to More to Life with Dr. Greg and Lisa Popchek. More to Life is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and is carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Our producer is Dan McGraw. For copies of this program or for more information, visit AveMariaRadio.net.